Welcome to the Event Room, where event professionals from different backgrounds talk about the latest, most controversial, and interesting topics dominating the minds of the industry right now. This is a candid conversation, the likes of which can only otherwise be found late at night in host hotel lobby bars during industry conferences. So relax and drop in on what event pros really say when no one else is around. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that tells you how it really is. Now, let's brew something up. Welcome all you brewers to another episode of Event Brew. Today is Friday, April 3rd, and we are, yes, still all at home and giving you the latest tea. This is Tui Deep with Still Free Agent. This is Dustin Westling with One West Events in Canada. Uh, this is Nick Burley and Burley Strategies in the U.S. of A. USA, <laughs> USA. Number you one. Guys figured out, you guys figured out how to stay We're home yet? We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's pockets that have figured it out. And then there's, I, I, honestly, I think we do pretty well in places that are miserable. Right. Um, <laughs> but places that are like absurdly nice that, you know, rub in the face of the rest of us that live in, you know, cold places that they're you know, like, why would you live there? Like, uh, I have another answer to why would you live there? I used to say like, natural disasters and things we don't have those and now i can say pandemics they don't hit us as hard where it already is kind of boring yeah i hear you have 10 states that are still not in lockdown or shelter yeah. in place the i i'm really learning a lot about the authority of states uh, in this you know and how much power um that states have versus the union um and it's really seems antiquated in a world mm -hmm. where we're talking about globalism and then meanwhile there's these like arbitrary you know swaths of land where this you know regional leader is saying like well we'll just do what we think is best for the economy and then just have their people dying crazy yeah well from the brew crew to everybody listening get your ass home stay home it's not the worst thing in the world to have to do and um it's kind of a good segue to what we're talking about right Tui? yes but before we do that oh, yes, what is everyone drinking um nick i'm excited yeah you know, <laughs> you know what nick? honestly it, it's um it's different so i uh, i met you know, next time we record it it'll probably be back to the normal but i started getting into these uh flavored waters called aha which like target carries that are caffeinated uh flavored water uh, because you know you need that and then uh, this is a, a blueberry uh, pomegranate one um so you know baby steps it's brought to you that by the coca-cola company Mm. oh okay <laughs> oh here we go like like everything <laughs> yeah i mean there's less ingredients in this than anything i've ever consumed for sure um it's not a significant source of anything good it says <laughs> uh but you know it's water um great yeah great. well i'm drinking a significant source of nothing but good i'm balancing nick out with water as usual i feel obligated to drink the water to um balance out nick's caffeine addiction mm. it's an addiction mm. yeah i believe it listen i'm not judging you nick i'm with I've you. Got a few of them they're just not the classic ones i just want you to know when you're ready when you're ready to get help just let me know i'll help you yeah i've uh i've crossed that threshold with a number of different things and you know that's on the list excellent then you know how to do it <laughs> yeah essentially 
Tui, what uh, what organic craziness are you drinking? It's my organic jasmine from the southernest tip of Vietnam. Mm. I got it as a gift, or I gifted it to uh, some some loved ones, and so now I'm drinking it. You're drinking the you're drinking the gift you gave. I did. Yes, I am mm. because desperate times calls for desperate. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. We got to look out for ourselves these days. <laughs> I get it. Uh, all right, all right. Tui, what are we what are we talking about today we are going to be talking about remote working mm-hmm. and is it helping or hurting the industry and we figured this was a great topic especially now because i feel like our answers may or may not have been shifted a little bit so it'll be great to hear kind of, let's like an overview dustin nick do you feel like remote working since now everyone that still has jobs <laughs> are put into this world. Do you think it's helping or, or hurting the industry right now and in the future? Well, I think right now we don't have a choice. So it's, it's uh, a huge help now, it's, right? It's a huge help right now. I think that um, the ability to work from home is uh, a lifesaver for, for many. Um, being in a being in a time where it's it's possible, I do think it's interesting. All these companies that have pushed back on working from home for so long and said, "Oh no, our employees could never work at home, could never work at home," um, are probably seeing that it is something that can happen. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's hard to tell today whether it's helping or hurting us because we just don't have a choice. This is this is what we got. This is the 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 hand we were dealt, and. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Nick? I haven't really thought in terms of this uh, in that question in the, in the right now, because like I think the answer is super easy that it is helping because um, if you go back 15 years ago, then, you know, there's a lot of people that are the, the companies go, well, unfortunately, we just can't compensate you right now. Uh, not that, that that isn't happening already, but like there's there would be another level of people who couldn't contribute to the goals of an organization without the opportunities to do that, unless it's, you know, uh, faxing and like, uh, you know, conference calling with those mm-hmm. conference X style phones on tables. Um, so I think that like the amount of productivity that is possible with things like Slack and Google Docs and um, Zoom and things like that all working in concert, um, you know, if you're, you're going to have a pandemic in the history of uh, time, this is the best time to have one, uh, you know, uh, so there's that. I, but I think mostly what we're dealing with right now is uh, training. You know, we're, we're training mm-hmm. the world. Uh, everyone is getting a taste of it. You know, everyone knows what this would look like for them. And the amount of people that have said, I don't know if it would work for me or not now. know, right. Without a doubt. So um, there's no way that at the other end of this organizations don't look at their spending and their um Allocation of resources, especially organizations that have multiple offices, uh, they'll be the first to, you know, make some, you know, different choices. Um, but I, I think there's no way that, that more of the workforce does not end up like this um, than not. And my my feeling for a lot of this stuff is come down to like, what are the changes that stick? To me, the changes that stick uh, will be the things that would have happened anyway, um, but they've been accelerated, right? So. Mm-hmm hybrid events, digital events, those would have been on the rise anyway, mm-hmm. right? But um, so will there be a lot more of them coming out of this for sure? There would have been 
but we've just shrunk the adoption time down uh, and because we've done a forced evolution. Uh, and I think the same thing as remote. So not really answering your question is, you know, right now, is it better or worse? Uh, my answer is it's we're in the middle of, of the, the greatest uh, uh, shift uh, when it comes to A-B testing uh, than has ever happened in this. And then then there's going to be a pause and people are going to really consider. That's a great point. I, um, I you know, as, as you're talking, I'm thinking about what what state would we be in right now if we didn't have the technology and the ability to work from home as easily as everybody was able to shift and um and yeah this 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 certainly would be uh, a lot harder emotionally everybody. harder too right i mean imagine like i think of uh you know where dialing in and having video calls were just infuriating 10 years ago like possible but like infuriating enough that you wouldn't really want to do it um, but like, how would we all be feeling right now if we didn't have opportunities like this? I think maybe we've gone overboard with it, but, um, that's just because like I work from home normally and like right. teleconferencing normally. So like, this is, I mean, I, this, it sounds terrible, but like my, my, the way I operate my life outside of there not being school for my kids is not crazy different. Uh, I'm not traveling, uh, but other than that, right. like, so I'm watching everybody else, you know, like, oh, they're, they're like trying to figure out a place to work in their house and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I do this every day, you know, but, um, I'm, I'm just, it's interesting to watch people like being all at once trying to figure this out and see where the, the, the round pegs and the round holes are. Cause I think some people are going to be like, yeah, actually I kind of found my rhythm. Mm-hmm. Tui, you work in a, in a, a creative headspace, um, and you were talking just before we went live about that you feel you're most creative when you get out of the office and find somewhere to go and work and create. Yes, absolutely. When I'm, I put myself in the environment in which I'm designing in. So, hmm. uh, when I was living in Vegas, for example, if I had to do a like masquerade theme, I would actually go to the Venetian and just sit there at like a cafe and you know listen machine. to the music or yeah listen to that those slot machines productive <laughs> <laughs> or even if i was doing a hawaiian theme i would like if i couldn't get out of the office i would move to the conference table and i'll just listen to you know like calming hawaiian music and so for me when you take that and you move it into a remote setting and you let's say you can't or you shouldn't be leaving your home i there's like rules. There's still boundaries that I'll put into place. So I'll never ever do work in my bedroom. Like that's just not a place for me to to be doing work. Because the, the last thing I want is to wake up and immediately start checking emails, which I was doing back in the day, which wasn't healthy. Does anybody? So, do you have a non yeah. no technology in the bedroom rule? I wish we have time zones or time frames when. Uh, Ideally, it's good not to be on the phone, but we do. I mean, it's tough because so the no. phone. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it's like for me, late the last couple of weeks, I've been doing my online course right before I go to bed and listening mm. to the videos, and it's the science of well-being. And so that's actually nice to get ready to fall asleep to. But I'll try to get off like social media. Definitely, no more emails. And yeah, I'm I'm it, I'm able to be flexible and adapt, but I'm also willing to say this is my boundary and no, and these are the areas in which I'll work and this is the areas in which I won't. And so it's really interesting to see That's how everyone idea. now, like Nick, you're used to this. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's nice seeing those people who work remote all the time, just, you know, kind of like giggle and say, oh, you know, seeing those feedbacks. But then it's also interesting to see those that have never worked remote before, like struggling or trying to say, I keep watching TV or I'm not being mm-hmm. as productive or I'm being overly productive and I'm not able to shut Same off and too. I'm working more. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, you stumbled on something that I think not enough people have figured out yet, which is rules. Like, I I really discipline discipline. Yeah. Like it it is because that's the name of the game. So everyone talks Mm -hmm. about and historically, oh, you know, if you can work for yourself and work, you know, there's that. And then there's the uh, work uh, from home and then there's the less distractions. All that stuff is possible. But you, it does require discipline and and some sort of like rule setting. So like you you've already in this environment like adopted that kind of stuff. And I'm gonna tell you, I think you're ahead of the curve there. And I think more people need to do the same because that's been my saving grace is mm-hmm. is not here, not this, you know, and and between these hours and and that kind of stuff that uh, you know allows you to you know exist like. I, I, I sleep in the same place I work, right? Like my commute is 16 steps. Hmm. Um, I, I, I have like like thousand step days, less than that sometimes. Um, so, you know, like That's I, I was man. born in this <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, I was good. born in social uh, distancing. You guys are just uh, vacationing here. <laughs> <laughs> it was molded by it. No, I, it, uh, but I, uh, I, I think that that's super important. I mean, I think that like, um, that's the kind of stuff that people should be sharing right now is what's working for them. So people have some ideas, not that there's a right way and a wrong way. Like I, there's like a lot of people I know that are like, well, what, what, first thing I do is, you know, I take a shower and I put on my suit that I would wear to normally work. And I sit down in my, you know, in my kitchen and I work and I'm like, well, I mean, good for you. If that's the, Wait, are people that, actually doing that? They're that's a pants? whole thing. Yeah. That's what? been going on for a long time. Yeah. Like no. a lot of people who work from home, like they, they that's their thing right and like because they're trying to they have to get in a headspace right just like an actor puts on you know uh i don't know uh, a wig and all of a sudden they feel like they're in the role of that thing like i think it's just like a ritual slash and i get it like i think it's if it works for you it's the right thing um but i think that like people need to figure out what's their thing that works for them because like i wear sweatpants all the time and that's just you know i don't i don't care Maybe it's out of need. I don't know. Thousand steps. I want to know what you do. Um. Well, I am in this current time. I'm lucky enough that um, I can still go to my office periodically because um, we're the only people in the building, and um, there's nobody here but me, essentially. So all of our all of our team are are furloughed at home. So I still have a place to go. So I don't I don't feel like I have that same sort of um, restriction of being at home. I don't work at home as a general rule. It's not something that I I do. My you know you have a no work in the bedroom. I have a no work at home rule. That's um, great. And I but I you really work like, a lot. I really like to keep my work at as far as like and for me work is like laptop out sitting down doing work I do lots of work from my from my phone um, but it's not the same sort of like intensity of having you know 10 spreadsheets open and and managing a bunch of stuff I I can return emails and stuff like that at home but um, yeah I'm not I'm not a huge fan of of working from home because I find it hard to discipline myself not to just keep working and it's it's so easy to put on netflix have it blaring in the background while you're plugging away at emails and and then before you know it you look up it's it's 12 o'clock and you've 
haven't eaten dinner and you've crushed a few beer and you're just working and there's that that for me I, I find it hard to discipline um so lately yes I have I have been working from home more than ever before and and finding that discipline has been really really tough and I'm a person I don't have kids I don't I live alone with my dog I've got I've got no excuses not to be able to plug in and be productive and I find it hard um, I think those that are balancing the rest of life in this new homework environment um, that there may or may not be necessarily set up for has got to be hard. It's got to be very, very hard. It's funny, like I'm seeing like uh, people feeling like overly um, apologetic about kids, like making mm-hmm. sounds and things like that. And I'm just like, guys, I-, I do agree that there's a level of that where you want to try to do that in normal circumstances uh, for sure. But like everyone is in this together, right? Totally. Like, I don't think anyone's dinging anybody for like, oh, did you see that? A child showed up, you know, like mm-hmm. I heard, you know, this in the background. You're like, yeah, 100 percent of kids are at home right now. Right. Like we're mm-hmm. in a pandemic like it. This isn't business as usual. So, like, I think there's I don't know. I think people need to let go of that and like let themselves off the hook a bit. Um, totally. Uh, but, yeah, I, I will say that, like. The, the easiest part for me uh, in like how I do work from home is that, um, you know, and then there's, there's, there's variations that we could talk about, like working on the road too. Uh, but like for me working from home, it's uh, like my house is set up like that. Like the second floor is where I work and the door is closed and then I'm working. And then once I come downstairs, all my stuff is up here and I don't, I know I have my phone. So like same thing with Dustin, I'll do a, you know, a Slack or an email or whatever, if it, if it's binary responses, um, but like the easiest way to have a separation of those two things is having kids. I mean, so if you don't, then that I could, I can definitely see the allure of like, well, why don't I just keep working? Because like, if I have two kids pulling at me, you know, like that's why I don't work, right? Like it's, right. it's really, it's, it's actually really easy. Um, but without that, yeah, the siren song of like, I could really crush some work right now. Um, <laughs> I get it, especially like in my like world where there's like an hourly component of like, you know, the more work I do, like I get literally get compensated more. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I do love working um, while traveling. And I think that that's a remote aspect that I know will capitalizes on a way that I'm like extremely envious of, of like, you know, 10 years ago in my life where things were like less complicated. I'm like, would I? Like go to Germany for two months and work remotely. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's that sounds pretty great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he does that stuff. I mean, it's that's that's the other end of like working remotely of like being able to experience more of life and work around it. You know, like that's that's pretty that's pretty appealing. Do you think if you come from a um, a corporate background or that's where you started your career? that you're trained to work in a certain way and it's harder for you to adapt to um, uh, a work from home environment? I think it's two prong. I think the organization itself is less likely to want to be able to afford people the mavericky ways that they do, you know, they do work in order for it to work for them. Right. Like they're just like, well, we, we do everything, you know, regimented because everyone has to understand how things are done because payroll and this and that everyone just needs to know this is how it's done because uh, otherwise it's too complicated so there's that and then the other side of it is is yeah training people this is how you should work especially if they come from school to uh you know the next um kind of uh rule structure uh, uh nanny state of like well this is how you work you just adopt and you know form around that 
um, which again, I, I didn't go to college and then I worked for a bunch of small businesses and there was, they were always kind of to the effect of like, well, just, you know, get the job done. done. Yeah. yeah. Get your work done. Yeah. Um, small businesses are inherently more bottom line driven and more flexible, I think mostly because um, that's what they can offer. You know, they can't mm -hmm. offer quite the same other values as like a larger organization can with safety and um, maybe assets and things like that. Uh, but they can offer you flexibility because they generally are making the rules as they go. Mm -hmm. um, Tui, have you been, you're, you're the one that's worked for larger corporations. Have you been in an environment where working from home was encouraged? Yeah, absolutely. Or just working remotely. I think whatever company, whether big or small, it's more about the openness. It's uh, how willing they're able to adapt to change, right? And so when I was with the Vegas office for PRA, our leader, that's what she strived on was change. Mm -hmm. She was always willing to change softwares, different applications. She like love that as long as it was efficient and it made it easier to work so that people could have their their personal life so if you're if that catalyst is change then it's so easy then to you know look towards leadership and say okay well i'm gonna i i might be nervous or i might be scared or this is a new learning curve for me but that's exciting and it's a challenge and so yeah i would say uh we it's, it's that blend. So definitely it was encouraged so to work remote, especially when you had those long hours, right? Like, and you had to technically keep working because there was so much work there. This was like our reward was, okay, like be at home, don't have to come in or get into that traffic and do your laundry or, you know, be able to spend time with loved ones. Like we trust you to get that work done. And so... Yeah, I think that it was a nice little blend to do that, for sure. Especially Dustin, traveling you, around. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you, first off, Tui, you said something that made me think, like, oh, yeah, tr uh, the commute. You know, like, I, I live in Cleveland. There's no significant commute. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. But in L.A., oh, my God. Like, <laughs> right. I, I've, like, had a hotel at, like, uh, like right on the 405 where I just looked down, like, for a couple days and just watched nothing happen and i'm like this is life for people right you know like you live like you know like three miles away and that's an hour um so that i mean giving people more of their their life back you know their, their time like they're not being compensated for their commute right like that's um you know depending on the cities i think i could see this adoption really latching on you know more so and like becoming a cultural thing um, again, it, I'm sure it has existed and would exist in those places before. I think this is just an accelerator. Um, but Dustin, it made me think, do you find that you have been able to attend more events, uh, that to your benefit as an attendee, because you've had the opportunity to schedule in remote working? Uh, and, and like, do you feel that like that, like is something that is like a, on the, on the win side for, um, remote work that might actually have a ripple effect for others, like it'd be more, not just event industry people, but like just people in general. Um, like today you mean? No, I, I mean like oh. not today actually. Right. Like, uh, so like WEC in Toronto, right. um, you're attending that, you know, like, do you, do you cut out? Are there things that you would not maybe potentially attend because you wouldn't have the option to do 
some remote work. You know, it's um, not just necessarily like a state of all, like a, a, an ongoing state, but like what are the you know the, the times where it's temporarily adopted? That's val- mm-hmm. valuable. Yeah, for sure. I I I definitely have to think about it. Um, I I have to think about what what it is that I'm going to attend and how much access I will I will have. Um, I. I, I can step away from my business and I've got such incredible people that, that take care of it, but there still is a level of, of access and, um, and attention that I need to give it on a, on a fairly regular basis. So, um, for sure, if I'm in a position where I cannot work remotely, I got to think really long and hard about what I need to do to make that happen. Um, I did a, I did an executive retreat earlier this year and it was like, it was like five days of completely disconnecting and it takes some work to completely disconnect. Um, and, and it, and it, and it was great, but, um, but yeah, having a team every year and everyone has to do that. Like all of us are not, um, available during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, there's a ton of pre work done. Like it's two weeks worth of work done the week before. Um, and then even then there's always a fire, like always, mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite work exactly how it's supposed to, but, um, hmm. Yeah, we were we were running off some software when I first started this business because it was cheap and it was accessible and it didn't come with yearly licensing and it was like pay once and it was housed on a server in our office. So you could only access it from the office or if you do like a, um, a go to my PC, which is just clunky and hard. And it was so really you could only be productive in the office. And as soon as we got onto a web-based platform, it changed everything. It it meant that that I could go anywhere and I, I could accomplish anything within the business, away from the business. And it was an absolute, absolute game changer um, for for my work and the flexibility for um, employees to to take some quiet time. And in our industry, we, you know, we we put in a lot of hours when we're on game day and when we're when we're on site and to be able to um have an opportunity for your employees to like take a monday off in quotations um in air quotes but still be able to stay connected it it, it allows for a lot more uh flexibility for sure hmm. do you feel like you got there's people are being more productive or less productive during it's, this time especially as a business owner well because that's a fear that people I mean, have, the, hard, have. the hardest thing right now is like measuring productivity right now with what we're going through, I think is really tough because I don't know a lot of people that it's business as usual. So I don't know a lot of people that are just like, oh, it's the same in our industry. Anyways, it's the same thing we're always doing. We're just doing it from home. I don't think that I think there's been so much disruption that that this is going to be a really bad example of what 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 productivity is because the because the the jobs that people are doing have shifted and there's 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 a lot of changes that um i think are probably going to be a bad example of what a typical um work remote um lifestyle would be so yeah i don't know i don't know um yeah i i I mean think about what people are going through right now and like how less uh, how much less of their time is dedicated to client facing interactions. Right. So like that's a real crucible to determining if you really like, or if it really works for you to go remote is, is a sales environment or a client facing interactions. Mm -hmm. Because like, I I know salespeople who like absolutely could not close via web stream, you know, but if you put them in a room with somebody, they will, they will close. Right. Uh, that's just how they're wired. And like, I, I think that there's, 
there's certain things that like there's not a lot of that going on right now. You know, mm. like, there's not a ton of closing happening right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So like I think all the salespeople or, or to some extent client facing where the, there's a lot like trust building. Um, I think that's, you know, so little of what the time is being spent on right now. I don't think there's a lot of learning happening there. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a fully remote employee um, that works out of another city. And I know she's going to listen to this and I love you. Um, and she can pound out creative all day long. She gets into her she gets into her space and her groove and she's just she's just incredible. But getting that girl to submit her expense forms on time or is like is like pulling teeth. <laughs> Oh, I love you, Amy. I'm, it's her other listening. side of her I brain. Can, it's the numbers. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy how easily I relate to that. Like I, it, to my detriment. Like, like they're like, please send us your invoice. I'm like, I, I just, I haven't coded it, and like I, ugh, you know, like just send us the invoice. And I'm like, we want to pay you. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I just, I, it's so much easier for me to just get in creative space by myself. And I'm like, I have to like figure out like how many hours for this or that or coding. I just like, ugh, I can't even look at it, and it's easy. Um, that's funny. I think that there's certain types of thinking that um, lend itself more to you know certain types of environments depending on the person. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that like um, I think there's there's a regional aspect of it as well. Like I bet you, my guess is in like in the Vancouver scene, like there's so many more remote workers than Calgary. Mm-hmm. Am I right about that? That like oh, it's yeah, probably. For sure. Yeah, right. Like that seems to be uh, I, that would be my assumption that like maybe that's just more of a, a you know, uh, like dealing with more people there. They're just sort of more used to that, that like that's advantageous as well, potentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a guess. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, and I do think that that the creative work and non-creative work um, makes a difference. Um, yep. I was just prepping for this. I was reading an article by Medium and it's uh, it's it's a few years old, but um, they they ran a test with 150 um, people in the creative world and sent them remote to work, and they noted a um, 10% decrease in productivity on less creative work and a 20% increase on productivity in creative work. So they're saying that um, that the expense forms <laughs> and the timeliness of them went down, and yep. the the creative the, the creative work went up. And I think there's an interesting lesson to be learned in that for um, for people that have the opportunity to have a more of a hybrid approach. Um, and you know, and maybe for some people, it's you put in a, one day a week in the office or in a co work space that is a more formal office setting, and that's where you get the admin work done for the week, and then you leave the rest of your time to go wherever you feel most creative and do your creative work it doesn't surprise me that 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 you get more creative when you get out of your office environment regardless of how cool your office is i think that there is um you you do find a better a better headspace and i i know even for myself that i i I can do more work creatively sitting at a table in a busy Starbucks than I can in my office. And it's, it has nothing to do for me. It has nothing to do with the distractions because there's just as many distractions there. Maybe I don't care about the distractions as much as the ones that are in my office. Um, but it is that, uh, the, the, the buzz and the energy of the, 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 the people around me and the environment. I mean, I've, I've seen Nick working from all sorts of random places and conferences and Sometimes you got to look way up to find him and he's like sitting on the balcony, just like hammering away work, watching the crowd below him. And um, I worked at Disney Springs uh, not 
I think last year or the year before that, like five different events uh, or five different um, weeks of the year, uh, either the um, uh, California or Florida. And like Disney Springs is a pretty loud, crazy place, I guess. Uh, and I love it. Like, I, it's like such a different like there's just, you know, anytime I look up, there's just humanity and people bumping into each other and heightened experiences like I, it's it's the opposite energy end of it of the other place I work at quite a bit which is uh, airports and though there's tons of different stimuli but I can crush creative work in a in a by removing like one sense like just hearing mm -hmm. you know like if I do that in an airport I can do and do eight nine hours of work in there and and I think I'm super productive um, meanwhile when I worked in an office uh, I had all these like things that I was like in my reviews where I was constantly like like below average uh, in culture because like I just didn't really love the open door policy. Mm -hmm. And I think like open door policies like for, uh, like I didn't I didn't lead people. So like if you're a leader, I don't uh, unfortunately that's going to be part of your life. Right. You have to be um, a therapist, too. Right. Like right. that's 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 just an inherent part of the job. Uh, so like when I was, I did have a marketing team a long time ago. Um, I, you know, I had to live in that life and I get it. Like that was a big part of my life was to make sure that they were, you know, doing the things they were supposed to do and comfortable and could come to me. But outside of that, just for creative work, oh my God, like the chit chat and like the, so what are you up to? And like on, not on your terms, right? Like where they could just like the pop ins, like that's, that's why creative work gets crushed. Cause you're like, where, what? Like it takes you. There's all this like time to work on creative things that you um, that you don't know you're doing it. You know, like you're 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 thinking about other things or um, you're just like in your own headspace and like it's so fragile, right? And like a pop in, an open door, whatever like that is such a threat. I think uh, to being able to really divorce yourself from everything but the problem at hand to be able to come up with like truly creative work. And like, I don't have that anymore. Like I literally have a closed door in my own house uh, that, that is, you know, like the barrier to that. And like, because of that, like the, my creative output is way higher than it's ever been. Uh, and I'm sure to the deficit of other things, but like that's the majority of my work. So it's, it's acceptable. Hmm. I wonder if a good wrap up would be everybody share their remote work hack. I like that. Tui? You got a hack? Uh, let me go last. Let me think about that. Okay, Nick, you go. Oh, boy, it's not going to be um, caffeine, huh? Well, uh, <laughs> it could be if that's your it, hack. I just don't want to recommend it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I used to do a networking thing. Uh, my friend Rick Turner, like he even came into one once where it was a a, a session about networking hacks, and mine was like, uh, make sure you drink and smoke. And uh, <clears throat> I, I like, yeah, it, it, they're perfect, right? And I'm like, um now like years later i'm like i don't know if i should have been saying <laughs> that uh i would say I um <laughs> it they absolutely work there's just like you know like i don't think i ever would have met dustin without drinking I, and smoking totally we would know each other yeah yeah both those yeah. things were the reason yeah uh so i guess my hack would be um to um let yourself um, off the hook when it comes to things that are, you know, like, as long as it's not a deadline, um, then let yourself off the hook uh, at the end of the day and say, you know, to be continued, think of it as a pause uh, and, and give yourself, um, just try to celebrate what you actually were able to accomplish 
mm-hmm. and kind of keep track of that, you know, in any way. So I use Basecamp, which allows me to, it's a project management. There's tons of them, Asana, whatever. Um, and, and it allows you to do a lot of check marks. And like, that's, I think, really important at the end of your day to look at the things that you were able to right. accomplish. Because then you can go, you know what, I can stop because I did all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's done. And I think that mm-hmm. that's um, the feeling you need to be able to pass on to, you know, not working time. Mm-hmm. And I think using a tool that allows you to just slide something into another day where it's yeah, like, it's, totally. okay, it's okay. Like you just move the hierarchy, that, yep. move it, move it over. And, and things and come at you, by the way, yeah. and like put it in there, like make sure that that is the document uh, that, that has all the things that just come at you. Because I'm telling you, if you do a thing and you don't document it, it'll feel like and you'll get 10 of those things because they're fast and they come at you. And if you don't mm-hmm. document it, you'll feel like you didn't do anything that day, but you did. You right. did those 10 things. Right. So before you do it, enter it in there, do it really quick, check it off. And then at the end of the day, see like, man, I, I got I got 20 things done today that, that I, mm. I feel good about this. I'm going to have dinner. Mm. I think my hack or my the one that I'm trying to practice lately is only working off of one device at a time. Um, not allowing myself to have my computer up, have a billion tabs open, plus my phone buzzing away and distracting me. And I've been trying to discipline myself to put my phone, um, in another room. So like I'm in my, I'm in my little podcast room and my phone doesn't need to be in here because it is a, it is a big distraction. I get my, I get my iMessages to my laptop. Like I'm not missing anything by it not being beside me, but I'm not getting the news alerts and the Instagram notices and just all of that stuff and I have found that that has made me much much more productive and then I Mm. consciously take time to go and grab my phone and refill my water and check up on life make sure everything's good and then put my phone back down Um, I have found that my Apple watch has changed my relationship with my phone because I don't feel as attached to it and I can Apple watch and AirPods and I can leave my phone I can leave it behind there's nothing there's nothing that is you know for me, that's like there's nothing that happens that I couldn't address through my watch, and it keeps me off of like endlessly scrolling through social media because that's a that's not really a thing on an Apple Watch. Um, but you still get your text messages, you still get your emails, you can still take take and re- um, receive and send phone calls. So, um, so yeah, I think Apple Watch has been a game changer for me as far as removing cutting down on my screen time on my phone um but yeah no my hack one device at a time don't try and toggle a billion of them and um i'm also famous for sitting in front of my laps sitting in front of my laptop and returning emails on my phone i do that all the time why don't you just use your damn laptop yeah (laughs) agreed i have two phone lines by the way and one of them is a separate app that after uh, 5 p.m eastern standard time automatically sends it to voicemail uh, and on the, the weekends, it automatically, system. yeah, automatically goes to voicemail. So I don't get it. I don't feel the need to, you know, like, well, maybe I could talk to them, you know, like whatever. Like mm-hmm. I listen to the voicemail and if the voicemail is, you know, critical, whatever, but it, it seldom is. And then that's trained me to go. People know when they're calling you after hours, unless it's like something happening right now that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just their thing to get it out at that point. Right. It doesn't require you to be, you know, on their time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I also don't use my cell phone as my business number, so there's nothing yeah, I'm separate. worried about missing. Um, I, I similar. I have a. I use Ring Central, mm-hmm. um, which can do whatever you need to happen with your calls, and it runs through an app, and you can actually make calls from your phone through the Me, app, so that same. it appears as your business number, and you're not handing out your cell phone number to everybody. Same here. Um, yeah. Mine's called Smartline, which is a Go oh. GoDaddy thing. So that's just oh. another app if you guys are looking for those. Smart. 
And if you're a Ring Central customer, they are being very generous right now. If you need some um, relief on your bills, call them and they've got they'll they'll help you out. Cool. Or at least they did for us. Tui, what's your hack? We gave you time. All right, you did. Mine's more like general, but it's mindset and being your own cheerleader. I was just on a smart meetings webinar and I touched based on this. And for me, we're so used to in this industry supporting one another and like willing to, you know, give our time and energy, which is so wonderful that caring this. And that's, I think, if anything, what's helping our industry with re- remote work is I love in the beginning of a conversation, it's how are you doing? Like, honestly, like personally, <laughs> vulnerably, how are you doing? And then you get into the, the business talk. And for me, it's being your own cheerleader in the sense of discipline. So like, hey, defense up, you guys. Like, do not watch Tiger King for the third time. <laughs> or, you know, like, let's um, get this work done. Or the or, first time. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. so for me, it's, it's being knowing when to be flexible and adaptable to those moments and saying, you know, I'm not in a creative space now, but I can be doing my expense report, which Amy, like two to five, the day before something's due is like exactly what motivates me because then I have a deadline. So being a cheerleader and then just having your mindset be positive. This, This remote working is going to help you or hurt you, whatever you think it's gonna do. Like mm-hmm. it really is to me, like your mindset and how you're going to adapt to those changes. Love it. What do you think, folks? Should we take this one home? Uh, we're, we're taking it home or are we taking it remote? <laughs> we're taking let's it. Take, let's take it remote. <laughs> still home, you guys. We're still home. Yeah, we're all remote. Home. I can hear so. somebody's, somebody's getting some lawn care done right oh, now. Oh, God. That, that, yeah. That, that industry is doing great, I think. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. My, no, my whole neighborhood gets it done at once, seemingly. That's awesome. Great. <laughs> cool. People are working. I just want to clap at anyone who's working right now. Like good, good. Totally. Totally. Um, we were doing a, we were doing an, a, uh, ILEA webinar. We've been doing a ton of them. Um, and we had, um, Chris Neeland, who is just an incredible marketer from, um, from Calgary actually was there. And he reminded us that there's so many, there's so many people that are doing well through this and it's, it's, there's, there's lots of industries that are thriving through this, whether it be through, um, distribution, pharmaceutical, um, reach like, um, obviously grocery retail, um, online stuff. And, uh, and yeah, it's not, um, we're, we're feeling the pain for sure, but this, this has been, this has been good for, for lots of people. So, um, yeah, totally off topic totally dragging this one out for everybody all right i'm gonna close it out thank you (laughs) dustin thank you nick for being on the show and and chatting with us uh of course call to action what's helping you event or brewers are you guys is a help remote working helping you right now it's a hurting do you have any advice to share please do at eventbrew at helloendless.com or of course hashtag eventbrew on all of our social media platforms uh of course you're listening to this on your favorite podcast listening system but please rate and and comment engage the goods and the bads we love getting those feedbacks and if that's it until next time on eventbrew bye bye Thanks again for listening to Event Brew. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. See you next time on Event Brew.